1: That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again.
0: You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Welcome back. We are into the final hour of today's episode of Live Mike. 206 is the time, and that means... As is the case every day at this time, that it is time for the top two stories at 2 o'clock. The top two stories from today's program at 2 o'clock. What qualifies... To be considered one of the top two stories, well, it's something that I could envision chatting with my family about around the kitchen table. As we get together for uh, dinner in the evening, we're looking for uh, something to talk about. We've already uh, made the rounds sharing with one another how our respective days went. And then we move on to the news of the day. We move on to those things taking place throughout the country and our community uh, that may impact our lives or that impact the lives of our loved ones uh, or may uh, steer the shape of our communities going forward. Anyway, uh, top two stories uh, of today. There's going to be a little bonus. I just got uh, some interesting news out of Texas. I'll get to that in just a second. But the top two stories, uh, we'll call it two and a half. We'll do the top two plus that little story out of Texas. The top story is uh, really an update an update on the goings-on in Washington, D.C. surrounding uh, this stimulus, the stimulus package, relief package, however you want to phrase it. It's on the docket in Washington, D.C. right now. So let's
0: talk about this stimulus package once again. Like a bad penny, it won't seem to go away.
1: As promised, another round of stimulus checks is on its way. $1,400 checks for people who need it. It did pass the House after 2 in the morning. $9 trillion in new spending. It is the single most expensive spending bill ever. Democrats want the bill signed into law before March 14th when unemployment benefits expire. All right, so where things stand right now, the House has passed a version of this $1.9 trillion uh, package. Now, there's an interesting problem. I'm not going to bore you with the details, but you have, I am sure, from time to time heard, within the context of this issue here, the word reconciliation. The word reconciliation sets the rules essentially, for what type of legislation can be voted upon in the Senate under which rules. The filibuster allows minority party great power. And to overcome a filibuster, you need 60 votes. That requires the cooperation of, what, 50, or I'm sorry, 10 Republicans? Well, that's not going to happen. And so how do you get around that if you are uh, the Democrats controlling the Senate right now? You use the rules available to you under this reconciliation rule, which allows you to pass measures with a simple majority, 51, with Vice President Kamala Harris breaking the 50-50 tie. Now, (laughs) you've probably been bored by this already, but the inclusion of the $15 minimum wage mandate, it turns out falls outside the type of legislation allowed to pass the Senate with a simple majority, right? And so, uh, but the House has passed that. The House has passed that version, $1.9 trillion, the whole package, with $15 included. So the Senate, what they got to do now? Well, if they intend to continue down this road, passing the legislation with a simple majority, they need to strip that element. And it looks like right now that that is going uh, to be the case. They are not going to try to recruit 10 Republicans to come onto their side to pass and implement such a a minimum wage, but rather are now uh, looking for ways to fit within the parameters to pass it with a simple majority. And in addition to that, they are looking for ways to, via other forms, by other means, Implement a minimum wage. Just uh, about a half hour ago, uh, Speaker Pelosi said that the battle for minimum wage is uh, is far from over. She said, "Quote: Just because this may not survive the Senate right now doesn't mean the fight is anywhere near over." She said that uh, $15 minimum wage is wildly popular, and that the current federal 7.25 rate is pathetic. We'll see how that turns out, but. Uh, the the question of a fifteen dollar minimum wage is very likely off the table, and so what goes forward will be uh, you know whatever uh, whatever version of that one point nine trillion dollars is left, right? And I don't think it costs much to implement minimum wage, so we're still looking at one point nine trillion dollars, all right. Uh, Anyway, that's that's the first top story. Tomorrow uh, in the Senate, there is going to be debate on this. There may be uh, there may be additional amendments uh, in addition to removing the minimum wage features. There may be additional uh, amendments that will require a subsequent vote in the House. so to to predict a timeline, I I couldn't tell you. I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, But the highest of likelihoods is that uh, something will pass. And it will likely include uh, that $1,400 direct payment. So uh, regardless of what you think about the overall bill, uh, there's a good chance you stand to, to, to earn some money on this deal, like it or not. Uh, all right, the second top story today has to do with a wealth tax. Uh, we walked through earlier a plan proposed by uh, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren where she would impose on uh, those individuals, those Americans with a net worth north of fifty million dollars, a two percent tax on their net worth annually, across the board, uh, and not income. Uh, important distinction: this isn't an income tax. This is taxing their net worth. And if it's over fifty mil, well, you're paying two percent. And if you get, if you, if you're someone lucky enough, you've worked hard enough, you've gained the system sufficiently enough, and you have yourself a net worth north of $1 billion, there's a surtax on top of that 2% of 1%, meaning that you're shelling out 3% of your net worth annually until the law changes or they bleed you down to below the billion-dollar mark. Something interesting, though, I'd point out. There are a number of these uh, ultra-wealthy folks who have said, yeah, you know what, I've got plenty of money, tax me more, tax me more, we've got to close this wage gap, yeah, sure, we've got to close the the uh, inequality here in these United States, sure, tax me. I learned of something this morning, uh, I'm a little embarrassed, I didn't know this was available to people until today, uh, but did you know that you can make contributions directly to the United States government? Yeah. Yeah, there is a within the Bureau of Fiscal Service. Number one didn't know that bureau existed, uh, but it's a .gov, and I checked it out. It's real. Uh, since 1843, there has been an account established to accept gifts such as uh, bequests from individuals wishing to express their patriotism to the United States. That's how the government website phrases it. Those contributions are considered an unconditional gift to the government. You can write a check or money order uh, or pay online uh, directly to the United States Treasury. So if there are, in fact, these uh, super wealthy folks, and I'm thinking of people like uh, Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, maybe uh, Warren Buffett. If they are of the mind that high uh, that, that additional taxes should be imposed on the super wealthy, well, then why not? Instead of waiting for a battle in Congress, you know, if the if the spirit is to, you know, more equitably pull their weight, if that's what they believe, come see me. I've got a website for you, pay.gov. Yeah, it's a simple one, pay.gov. You can give money back to the Treasury. You want to tax yourself? Well, you've got a partner in the U.S. government. You don't need legislation, uh, and you don't need a betrayal of principles uh, to get your money into the pockets of big government. You could do that right now pay.gov. I'm sure these billionaires are listening, so they've got it. I'll I'll repeat it one more time for you uh, uh, to write down. Pay.gov there, billionaires. Why don't you pay your taxes directly? All right, that's it. Oh, shoot. There was uh, a third story. I'll tell you what. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, staying up late and fake commutes. What's that about? You'll understand. But I'll also finally give you the bonus story in the top two at two o'clock. This one comes from Texas, and it has to do with masks. That's ahead on live. Yeah, the COVID mess. Next on live, Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
0: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America.